Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we'll be reviewing Thor Ragnarok and discussing this week's highs and lows of TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? I am doing good, man. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Uh, my family was here over the weekend. We went to go see my school's football game, and it was really cold, and it was raining. So, needless to say, I am feeling a little sick, but it is what it is. Hopefully, I can make it through this episode because I'm starting to feel a sore throat coming on, so hopefully that doesn't cause problems. That's all I'm worried about right now. You, you you should be fine. You should be 100% fine. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I didn't go over there this summer. I mean, fall, <laughs> sorry. Um, I didn't go over there this fall, unfortunately, because I actually had family from out of town visiting us this, this weekend, so I couldn't do it. I couldn't go out there. Um, you know, if I could have split the time, I would have. But, yeah, couldn't do it. It's, it's been it's been crazy. It's been a crazy time, and I know we've been saying that for the past, like, what, four months? And it's still crazy. So, <laughs> sorry about the late review. <laughs> yeah, sorry for this episode being a little late. It is what it is. We really didn't have too many options there. But we do get to talk about Thor. But before we do that, I know you had mentioned that you kind of wanted to talk about... I mean, okay, there's no easy way to like transition into this. But Kevin's facing the news. And we... I'm a huge fan of House of Cards. I'm generally a fan of Kevin Spacey's work. But I think there's, especially with how it impacts House of Cards moving forwards, there's definitely some things to talk about in, in regards to what Kevin Spacey's in the news for. And this is really just a, the newest example of a lot of this craziness happening in Hollywood right now with people being exposed for the things that they've been doing for years now. And I think this is a trend that's going to continue. And I'm, it's unfortunate that it's something that has happened to a lot of people, but at the same time, it's a good thing that it's coming to light now. I, I don't really have too much to say on the subject other than I will talk about how it will impact house of cards, but Ozzy, what are your overall thoughts on what's been going on in the news with Harvey Weinstein? And then, Kevin Spacey, obviously. We'll keep this pretty quick. I know this is not usually what we talk about, but just thought we should talk about it. It's definitely crazy, you know, how all this stuff is really going on, and it's really unfortunate, you know, that we're all finding about this now. It's unfortunate that someone who, you know, people that have such creativity and and that, you know, such, you know, it's 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 disappointing as well for these for these men who have creative minds who. Who, who, who are talented to really go down such a dark path. And it's really unfortunate. And, you know, I feel bad for, first and foremost, the women who had to endure the, the pain and this tragedy that had to have had to stay silent for all these years. And the men um, in I'm, Kevin you know, Spacey's uh, case. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, even <laughs> the men in, this, in Kevin Spacey's case. I mean, again, I mean, you know, the power. I mean, this is just... Um, really unfortunate and i mean these people i mean and I, you know you gotta give them praise for really having the courage to really step out and say hey you know this did happen to me 
you know, this, this, this has happened to me. And, you know, I feel that, you know, they should be held accountable. I feel that these people should, I feel like the world should at least know what they did. So, you know, and I give those people courage and I give those people, you know, I want to say, you know, that's, you know, I, I congratulate them for really opening up and really telling that story. But it is, I just, when it comes to Kevin Spacey though in the house card, I just don't know. Because, you know, I, I was reading on that. I was reading on CNN today. You know, I, I don't really look, I don't really go on Fox News or, or MSNBC. Or I don't even watch CNN. I mean, I only have the CNN app just to know what's really going on in the world. So, you know, I was looking at an article today, and, and apparently Netflix has cut ties with Kevin Spacey. Mm-hmm. Um, they they don't know what to do. MRC is is suspending him immediately. They don't know what they're going to do. So I don't know how, how, how this last season is going to work out. I really don't. Um, they're in the middle of production, and they don't want to film Kevin Spacey. But it's extremely difficult when, you know, someone that, someone who has done, you know, it, it's 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 going to be very hard for him to move on, especially since he is the main character. He is one of the producers on the show. So it is just I don't know what they're going to do from there. I really don't. I'm confused at this point, honestly. I'll tell you right now. I it, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think the season is just it's it's not going to continue. Um, we. You're right. He is a producer on the show. He's one of the main things that got the show kind of going. And I don't think they're going to go for without him or else they're going to have a bunch of legal problems if they try to continue on the show, recast him or something like that. It's just it's not going to happen. And that being said, I know most there. Well, not, I don't want to say most people because a lot. But a lot of people are saying things like, oh, Claire should take over, who is the character of his his wife. And they were kind of moving in that direction in a way already with this past season. But to be honest, that was my least favorite aspect of the, this past season, which I wasn't a huge fan of to begin with. And that was a lot of people's least favorite aspect. So I don't think that's the right choice to move forward with having her be the lead of the show necessarily but at the same time i could see that happening but then at the same but then you have to explain kevin spacey's absence and they didn't they didn't know this was going to happen so they didn't prepare for this in filming so it's going to be a really awkward thing if they try to explain it without the use of kevin spacey so i i really at this point i don't think the season is going to happen i don't think it should happen to be honest just look the people involved in the show don't want to work with kevin spacey and to be honest a lot of people don't even want to watch the show anymore it's the past three seasons haven't been well received in general i mean it's they've been all right they've been decently praised i mean the performances always kind of get nominations and things like that but it, it is what it is i just don't think that it's going to move forward i I liked season four, but a lot of people didn't. And season three wasn't well received and season five wasn't well received. So it's just, I really don't think the show's going to move forward. Um, and this is something to kind of close it off with this. This is something that's not going to go away. And this is something that is not going to get brushed under the rug like it has been before. This We're in a different cultural and political climate now it's not going to just disappear so completely expect and i completely expect these things to continue to come to light and for people to be facing consequences for these things and i think this is the first major example of that 
when it comes to an actor and him losing his starring role in a show and really the show going down as a result most likely so all right you want to move on yeah man move on all right and before we move on Ozzy, you want to address your recording situation so people aren't just questioning what's going on in the background. All right, all right. So I have, I have a, you know, I have my, I have my, I have my cousin here, and I have my nieces around me, and um, <laughs> you know, one of my nieces, she's she's autistic. She's autistic. She's great. She's amazing. I love her to death. But she's autistic. So if you're if you're making noise and stuff like that, that's her trying to talk to me. She's trying to explain some stuff to me. I don't know what she's trying to tell me. Sounds interesting. It sounds cool. I want to know what she's talking about. I don't know what she's talking about. Okay. Um, she's, she's great. She's great. You know, my cousin, he doesn't really talk a lot. He's kind of just like introverted, but she's, she's a talker. She's trying to explain some stuff to me. And I'm just like, you know what? I really want to know what you're saying. <laughs> Cause you know, you have me, you have me intrigued, but I don't know what you're saying. That sucks. Yeah. And again, not much but, we um, can do about it. Yeah. I can't do anything yeah. about it, but, but they are, they are leaving. They are leaving to go swim, so you're going to hear less of it. Okay, cool. So, yeah, that's what's going on, just so you guys know, because I, I know, like, there's going to be people, like, wondering, like, what, what's all that noise in the background? Well, Ozzy's, well, not in right. his, Ozzy's not in his usual recording situation, and, you know, we had to get this episode out because it's Thor Ragnarok, you know? It's just, we had to do it, so. All right, speaking of Thor Ragnarok. Same. Yes. Let's get into this review. Of course, this is the spoiler-free review, so you do not need to worry about spoilers. We're not going to tell you what happens in this movie. If you have not seen it, the spoiler review will be on our Wednesday episode, so be on the lookout for that. That one should be on time, so be on the lookout for that. But to talk about this movie, spoiler-free, Ozzy, what were your overall thoughts on Thor Ragnarok? I didn't like it. You're a liar. <laughs> Dude, I loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved this movie. It was so great. What'd you think? What'd it, you think? I, I really liked it as well. I mean, look, if you have seen what we do in the shadows, this is exactly what you would expect from this director with a Thor movie. If you haven't seen what we do in the shadows, you should see it. But this movie is going to make you want to see it because this movie it's the most fun I, I i mean they're on a good streak when it comes to just fun marvel movies but it's it's the most fun marvel movie in a while it's more fun than spider-man which i'm surprised by because spider-man was the most fun i had since guardian so man i just it's this movie's a blast it really is it's you're gonna sit there you're gonna enjoy the crap out of it and i really do think it's a it's a great movie, to be honest. It's it's one that I I really think that we're gonna remember this one in terms of the overall MCU and things like that. This one's definitely one that will stand out, and I think this one succeeds for the most part because the MCU succeeds in general when they really lean into the comedic aspects of their universe. When they try to like focus more on the dramatic side or really anything else involving or anything else that's involved in the MCU, the the movies are always good, they're always solid, but when they really really go for the comedy, Honestly, that's when they're the most successful. I mean, look at some of their most popular ones. It's Guardians. It's the Spider-Man. It's the Thor Ragnarok. 
I, I really think that they're the MCU is at its best when they really lean into the comedy, in my opinion, at least. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, I mean, they have some great dramatic stuff. Oh, they, they do have some great definitely. things in there. But I mean, I think when they're, they're when it's specifically a comedy, I think it's their best stuff too. I mean, I can't wait to see more of this director that you brought up, and I want to see him in more things. People are already announced. People want a Thor four. Yeah, people want that. And I, I believe mean, they've already announced to what we do in the shadows too, which I'm very happy about. <laughs> So. Yes. <laughs> All right. I mean, he, this, this was a great movie, but let's get into positives. Yeah, Carlos, definitely. start off. Well, we've, I mean, it's going to be the biggest positive for most people. Although I have seen some people whining about this on the internet, but it is what it is. People are always going to complain. It's a, it's the humor. It's a comedy. I mean, this movie is basically a comedy. I mean, it starts out, it starts out with a joke, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, this movie, it's very much, and I know I'm going to bring up Guardians a lot, and I'm sorry, but it's my favorite MCU movie. Um, uh, well, yeah, it's still my favorite MCU movie. I was thinking, I was like, is it still? Yes, it is. It's my favorite MCU movie, and this movie is very comparable in tone to it, so I'm going to bring up Guardians a lot. But in Guardians, it starts out, and you know from the very, well, not even, not the first scene necessarily, but you know from the second scene of that movie exactly what kind of movie this is going to be. Well, with Thor, you know from the first scene what this movie is going to be. As soon as this movie starts, and as soon as the first words are spoken, you're like, this is what we're about to watch. You know exactly what it is, and that's what it gives you. And it really doesn't let you down. I mean, I'll talk about a few moments here and there that didn't work, but the overarching majority of this movie really works comedically and with the humor. And I think a lot of that has to do with the director because he's got a great sense of humor. So, uh, Ozzy, what about you? What, what's some of your positives? This is going to be a bold statement, and this is going to be something that people are actually shocked about. Um, Chris Hemsworth absolutely takes the spotlight away from Tom Hiddleston. Chris Hemsworth oh, steals the scene in every scene that he's in. And it is great. Because I will say in the first two films, Loki was probably like the better one. But in this one, Thor was the best one. Like, you're going to love... If you didn't love Thor, you're going to love him. And I feel like this movie really really made Thor look, look B.A. Okay? Like, yeah, we know Thor is, you know, yeah, we know Thor can kick butt. Yeah, we know Thor's awesome. But, like, even with his hammer that he only has for, like, a few minutes in the movie, you just see that hammer work, man, and it is just so great. You just see it move and beat things up, and you're just you're just in complete awe of it, you know? And I feel like that's one of the best scenes, honestly, is, 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 is like, one of the first scenes, the one opening, of the opening yeah. sequences. Yeah, it's like when you see Thor fighting alongside the hammer, and it is just... That alone really signifies how just how how bad Thor is when it comes to, um, you know, really really fighting and everything. You just don't. You just, he's just not somebody you want to mess with. Um, Tom Hiddleston as Loki again gives another excellent performance. Kate Blanchett, dude, I loved her. Loved her. How she, awesome is it that we have Kate Blanchett in the Marvel universe? Like, that's what I'm saying. And she awesome. she was. She was an awesome villain. Honestly, one of the best villains in the MCU. Um, she was great. I loved it. And I want to see more of her. I hope that, you know, I'm not going to get into it, Carlos. But I hope that they use her more. Mm-hmm. She did an amazing job as Hela. And I would like to see the Avengers take her on. Because, and, dude, you just see her wreck shop in this film. 
and she is not to be messed with at all. Yeah, definitely. I I think her performance saves a little bit of underdevelopment on the side of the villain. As per usual, that's just what we expect at this point when it comes to Marvel villains. But her performance kind of elevates the entire thing. And you brought up the action. That's, of course, great. I mean, it really, really works. And a lot of the... you, you Of course, the, the villain is definitely a new character. I really liked Valkyrie for the most part, uh, who is played by Tessa Thompson. She did excellent in the role. I wasn't a huge fan of when... I, I was, I'm going to be honest, the first time they introduced Valkyrie, I was like, oh, she's not really working for me. But as we progressed with her as a character, I started to appreciate her more and more. And Tessa Thompson's not at fault at all if there's any problems with that character. And... I think we have to bring up Hulk. I mean, and that's not a spoiler at all. They gave that away in the first trailer, which I think was a mistake, to be honest, because they were building up to that moment when they revealed Thor in the movie, or when they revealed Hulk in the movie. But, man, if we didn't know that was coming, can you imagine? Can you imagine? And I know that would have been, like, impossible to hide almost, but at the same time, it was a major selling point for the movie, so they were in a weird spot with that. But can you imagine if they hid that from us? But anyway, that has nothing to do with the movie. It's just something I've been thinking. Like, what if we didn't know? But Hulk was great, great in this movie. And Mark Ruffalo does a great job with that character. He has completely just figured out how to portray that character. And I was just in love with it. It was, it was amazing. They have great chemistry, as you would expect. And it's just, it's tons of fun. It really is. And you know me, I love the mythology, the backstory behind Asgard and all that. We get more of that here. So that's always nice. That's definitely a positive for me. I wish we would have gotten a little bit more of it. But, you know, it, it is what it is. They kind of, they have a lot to deal with within this movie. And last thing I'm going to bring up, and then I'll throw it back to you, Jeff Goldblum. He almost steals this movie. I mean, Jeff Goldblum is amazing. When you found out, when we found out that Jeff Goldblum was going to be, like, the main guy running this planet or whatever, it's exactly what you would imagine. He is nuts. He's eccentric. He's crazy. You just, and he soaks up every bit of the insanity with that role. And I loved it. I thought it could have had a chance to be a little bit too much with the, like, kind of like the collector is in Guardians. Like, it's almost, he's teetering that line in Guardians with um, uh, Benicio Del Toro. He's teetering that line a little bit too much, in my opinion, in Guardians. But Jeff Goldblum nails it. It's perfect in this movie. Uh, so that's definitely a positive for me. A lot of the performances in general, I mean, there's so many supporting characters that really just shine in this movie. Yeah, man. I mean, I absolutely love this movie, and uh, this is this. I don't know. I mean, God. I mean, this is. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to. I'm struggling here to really find out like if this is my favorite movie in the MCU. I mean, it was just it was just so good. Yeah, it's one of um, those. Shout yeah. out! Shout out to Takita Wat Wat Watiti. I don't know how to Ta- his name. Taika Watiti. Yeah, but <laughs> um, he did. He gave an excellent direction, and he so actually good. played. He actually played Korg, yeah. <laughs> and I loved him as Korg. Yeah, he was just so great uh, as Korg. I absolutely love Korg. But um, the action was great. I thought the score for this movie was actually really good. The score for this movie was actually excellent. With everything that was going on, it was great. Yeah. Um, 
you know, like I just said, they made Thor, you know, Thor is BA. And I really liked the kind of the twist that they made with Thor, this, like this movie, honestly, because, you know, he was kind of unsure. And it was kind of crazy. It was kind of like he was learning new things mm-hmm. this season. But I really liked that. It kind of revitalized the character. This felt more of like a first movie than a third movie, if I'm going to be honest with In you. In a way, yeah. Yeah. Um, it was really nice to see that they're going to kind of, you know, go in this direction with Thor. Um, like I said, everybody's not waiting for Thor 4. That's how great this movie was. I think it's the highest rated MCU movie, honestly. It's on Ron- one of, yeah, I, I haven't looked at the score, obviously. I think, so. it, I think it is. Yeah. Um, if I go on Rotten Tomatoes right now, which I'm doing, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're good. Uh, one thing I do want to say before you give out that score, and we're going to move to negatives as well. Uh, but before we go to negatives, one thing I do want to say is they really use the MCU as a whole, like with the, all the mythology, all the backstory, all the other characters to the to its fullest. I mean, this is one of the best movies in the MCU at incorporating other aspects of the MCU. We get the past Thor movies who are, that are continuously referenced. We get a cameo from another character who who. I think we all knew was kind of coming, but at the same time, it still was nice to see that character. And they just really used and referenced the MCU to its best. It didn't feel forced at all, really. And I think they really nailed that aspect of it. Even in considering how we left off the last Thor movie, which is something that Ozzy and I have definitely talked about where we left off with Loki's character in particular, I was really curious how they were going to kind of continue off from that point. And they nailed it. They kind of were like, all right, we were written into this place with this character. So how do we get out of it and get back to where we want to be with this character? And they got it. They didn't take it too seriously, really, in all in all aspects of this movie, to be honest. And I like what you brought up about them, this feeling like a first movie and them kind of changing the overall direction of this character. Because that's very true. That is so true. Because this character... I think was going in a decent direction before because we like those first two Thor movies, right? But they realized that this character lends itself to a lot of comedy and Chris Hemsworth is great at comedy, which is something that a lot of people have been saying, us in particular, have been saying that Chris Hemsworth is great at comedy. So use that. And they finally did. They realized what the strengths of the character and the actor were and they changed directions. And that's okay because that can make a great movie. So... Definitely. All right, you want to throw out that score now, or do you want to wait until we do negatives? Let's wait until we do negatives. All right. So, negatives. Unless you have any other positives. I don't know if you do. No, we can talk about negatives. It's fine. Negatives. Uh, The biggest thing to me, I've already kind of mentioned Hela, where I don't think she's developed as much as she could be. And Valkyrie as well, they kind of really rushed through her backstory. And the one bit great image we get from her backstory is just beautiful. And I really wanted to see more of that. And we just got a glimpse of it. And I really wish they would have delved, dove into that a little bit more. Um, but overall, my biggest negative with this movie is that it very much early in the movie, fairly early in the movie, splits off into basically two different storylines. And to be honest, one is just way more entertaining than the other. And it's the one that follows more of Thor's storyline, obviously, because he's the title character. And then there's a lot of other stuff that's going on in particular with 
in relation to the villain and all this other stuff that's going on. I don't want to spoil how the movie goes and what happens, but that stuff, it's cool because Cape Blanchett is awesome, but at the same time, it wasn't nearly as fun or entertaining or just as interesting, to be honest, as the other storyline that was going on. So I didn't necessarily love how that was done, but that's really my only big negative here. I, I could nitpick at a few moments here and there with the comedy that didn't work, but that's my only big negative. What do you got, Ozzy? Yeah, I don't really have. I mean, the only thing that I'm, I you know, I, the only thing I wish I would have seen is I wish there was like a, like for instance, I wish they would have pulled like a Man of Steel move where they would have given us a little bit of backstory between Hela mm-hmm. just to show us some scenes with her before she went bad, yeah. you know, instead of her actually saying why she is the way she is. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like I, I feel like seeing Anthony, Hop- Anthony Hopkins and Kate Blanchett on the screen, that would be amazing. I mean, these two people are powerhouses, yeah. and I would love to see them act together. Um, so, you know, just seeing, just seeing like, their relationship from there, I feel like, I feel like I would have improved her, her as a character. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Kate Blanchett, I mean, again, she does an amazing job with this character. Absolutely, absolutely for me, you know, for me, I would love to see this character in an Avengers movie. But that's really, like, my, my only negative in this film. I mean, it was just really good. Um, great action. The only thing I'll give it is, you know, it's CGI was a little bit. Yes, eh, I did I mean, want to bring that up too. Um, CGI was a little bit, eh, you know, but I mean, you're paying like a crap ton of actors on this, and I mean, for the most part, it was good. But I mean, it could have been cleaned up a little bit. So I mean, that, that's my. Those are my only two things. Yeah, I, I agree with the CGI. It could have been cleaned up a little bit, but yeah. All right, you want to score rate this movie, and then we can move on. Or do you want you want me to rate it first? You want to, you want to rate it yeah, first? Yeah, you, you, you go you go, you go ahead and rate it first. All right, I'm gonna give this movie an eight point six out of ten. This is one of the highest scores that I've given an MCU movie. There's I mean there's definitely some other MCU movies that I've given higher scores, but not very much higher to be honest. So this is in my opinion one of the best MCU movies, and it's in a way that some of the best ones haven't been great before which is the comedy i mean honestly when i think of great mcu movies that are some of the best of the pack it's things like civil war and um and then some of the comedy ones like guardians obviously and you know but for the most part civil war is probably the best one the best movie in my opinion but then this one it's right there i mean and it's with the comedy which is why i was saying lean into the comedy because when you really go for it comedically it works so it's an 8.6 for me 8.6 yep i'm giving this movie a nine all right wow you're always yeah, higher on is... me we're higher than me with the superhero movies. yeah superheroes i mean look i mean this is one of my favorites and i'm gonna give some of this my favorite um and especially if it's really good yeah. i'm gonna give it a nine Definitely. yeah i'm gonna give it like a high score um i think cinematically well as well i mean it just works and again, I, I really liked what he did. I really liked what the director really did with this character. He kind of revitalized it. Because um, again, it didn't even feel like a trilogy, you know? It felt like it's like its own origin movie. And that's, that's what I really appreciate with this with what he did. Um, so yeah, I liked it. Definitely. All right. Well, wh- oh, you want to throw out the, you were talking about the Rotten Tomato score. I don't know if you found it or not. 
It's like a 93 right now. I think the highest one is like a 92. Oh, wow. When, yeah, so it's definitely it's, up there. It's going to be up there when it's all said and done. All right, well, let's move on to TV. And you didn't watch much TV this week. And to be honest, I didn't watch too much either. But uh, did you watch any of it at all or no? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, I'm still, like, yeah. really behind on last week. And this week, I, it was no different. Like, I was... It was crazy because you know, I, you know, I had I had some stuff going on at work, and um, you know, I'm trying to get everything settled, you know, over here, and and where I'm trying to move, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, you know, I had family coming, so it's just been um, it's been kind of crazy, and I've also had friends from out of town come in because you know they wanted to celebrate my birthday early, my birthday is next Sunday, mm-hmm. so it's been it's been all over the place. I still I, I really haven't I'm still behind on last week's TV. I haven't even yeah. watched last week's TV, so it's just been out of this world. You're, you're good. Uh, I watched <laughs> basically up until Wednesday, and I'll talk about some highs and lows and. I'll tell you right now, I'm all in on Supergirl this season. I'm really liking it. I, it's definitely had its moments where it's not been the best. But overall, I'm really liking this season. And this episode was definitely a high for me so far because, man, I mean, I didn't like. I didn't expect this to ever be a storyline that we would get to see on this show or on really any show like this but it's a storyline that definitely is deserving of being told because it's something that definitely would happen if we ever had a superman or supergirl type character or type person in reality basically what happens in this episode and this is i'm not gonna spoil anything it's just the plot of the episode is that these people basically have a cult where they follow and worship supergirl and if we had a Superman or Supergirl type person in reality, there would definitely be people who would start treating them like a god. And I think that totally, it's just a fascinating aspect of a character like this. To see them react to that and to see Kara have to deal with that is just, I, I thought that was a very interesting story. And I think they overall told it pretty well. It has its silly moments, but it's a CW. What do you expect? <laughs> it was it was definitely an entertaining episode. Uh a, a low for me is probably I, I'm gonna say Legends it's it was fine it, it was fine it's just I we got a little bit too much Nate in this episode and I don't think I Nate's just a creepy person to me I don't really like Nate and there's a lot I don't know why you have like such a huge problem with Nate man he's horrible he's so he's bad a, for Nate he's a horrible so person um, look 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 I don't I didn't see like the last two episodes so I can't really tell you anything but I mean he's he's not he hasn't been that bad from the episodes I've seen I've okay seen episodes like one, can two, I tell two, you one thing that happens in this episode that, yeah go ahead Okay, spoiler alert for the latest episode of Legends. He tries to... Okay, they go back in time, right? To the 80s or something. Basically, the story of the episode is they have to rescue little Ray, like a a child version of Ray. And... 1980s? Yeah, it's yeah, it's in the eighties, I think, and they have to I go back. Eighteen hundreds. No, I was like, I was like, what? No, they have Gross. to they have to rescue <laughs> they have to rescue a kid version of Ray, right? And yeah. Nate, he continuously, as soon as we get there, he's saying weird things about how attractive Ray's mom is. Okay, which all right, that's just a little weird, but whatever. But then he actively tries to sleep with her. What? 
That's bad. That's horrible. He's a horrible person. I hate Nate. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, geez, that, that just messed me up. Anyway, one and that was really my negative. And one thing I do want to talk about, last thing in relation to TV, really, that, and then we can kind of throw it to recommendations and get out of here for a shorter episode of the Screenfellows podcast. But I do want to talk about American Horror Story this season. I haven't talked about it too much. Uh, it's it's a really weird case because I American Horror Story is it's it wasn't it's not the best this season like last season was really really good and I will sing last season's praises till <laughs> till forever basically it was a great season until the last episode but this season it's really weird I don't know if like. I don't know if the first four episodes are really holding it down in my mind because it it's it it took so long to get going, but now that it is, I really want to say number one, Evan Peters is doing great with this season. Like he's the season as a whole, questionable, but Evan Peters is killing it, absolutely killing it. I mean, we're talking like great, great acting in this season. And I don't know what it is with this season where I find myself, no matter what else I've missed on TV, I want to watch American Horror Story. It's, I I don't know what it is. I don't think it's necessarily been good. I think it's had some really bad episodes like last week. But this week, I kind of was on board. And even when it does have the bad episodes, I still find myself being like, all right, I've got like Supernatural Arrow, American Horror Story, The Gifted. What do I want to watch right now? And The Gifted is definitely up there, but American Horror Story is the first one that I click on. And I don't know why that is. So it's just, I maybe this is just me working through my emotions when it comes to the show on the podcast, which whatever, you know, deal with it. It's our podcast. I can do whatever I want. But it's like, I don't know. Like, it's weird and I'm not really a huge fan of it, but I find myself wanting to watch it and I don't know why. So if anybody has any understanding of why that could be, please let me know because I want to understand and why I still want to watch this show, even when it's not the best. Uh, anyway, now we can move on to recommendations. Ozzy, do you have anything, or do you want me to start? You can go ahead and start. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm trying to think. What do I want to recommend this episode? I, I know what I'm going to recommend. And it's something that I watched for the first time. Not Not overall. I've definitely seen this movie before, but I honestly cannot remember the first time or the last time I watched this movie. And I didn't remember much about it, but Beetlejuice, I watched Beetlejuice for the first time in a long, long time. The other day, that movie is so much fun. Uh, And to be honest, it's, and I know people love Michael Keaton as Beetlejuice, like the character, but he's like my, one of my least favorite parts of the actual movie. The entire movie is just so much fun. And then Michael Keaton's Beetlejuice is just like the bit on top. That's like, it's good. But the entire movie is great. And I love that movie. It's really funny. It's really dark and really funny. But it's so just, if you haven't seen Beetlejuice, it's an older movie. And I, I get that. And there's definitely some people who haven't seen it, but. You're really missing out if you haven't seen it. It's a classic for a reason. There's pe- re- there's a reason people are still clamoring for a sequel to that movie, even though it came out in, like, what, the early 80s? It, 
you need to watch that movie. And if you're a huge, if you're a fan of Winona Ryder from something like Stranger Things, well, watch Winona Ryder, young, very young Winona Ryder in Beetlejuice, and see that she's been killing it for a long time acting wise. So, highly recommend Beetlejuice if you haven't seen it. And even if you have, watch it again because it's so much fun. I love that movie. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Um, I'm going to recommend something that's MCU-y. Okay. You know, MCU universe. You know, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm going to recommend. Hmm. <laughs> what am I going to recommend? I'm going to recommend Doctor Strange. Good great call. origin story. I love Benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. It was a great performance. Um, I thought it was one of the best MCU movies. I mean, all these origins. All these recent origin stories like Ant-Man, Doctor Strange, I mean, they're really good. And I feel like they, they're they doing a really good job with these characters, especially Doctor Strange. And I personally like Doctor Strange. I was watching the, the movie the other day and that whole concept, like the whole, like his whole, like, you know, what he deals with. I thought it was super interesting. And um, I'm definitely interested to see him. I'm, I'm interested to see more of this character. So definitely watch Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's... It's definitely a good one. I I would say it's better than. Uh, did Ant Man come out in the same year? No, no. I think they came out the year before. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't know. I kind of grouped those two together for some reason. Maybe it's because it's some of the more recent origin story movies that we've gotten. And I definitely think Doctor Strange is the better of the two. And I really, really like Doctor Strange. You're right. It's one that doesn't get talked about nearly as much as it could. So you're right. Yeah. All right, uh, I think that's it for this episode. It's been a shorter episode, but hey, it is what it is because we got a lot going on. And like I said, we, we just had to talk about Thor Ragnarok and we're going to talk more about it in the next episode. So keep that in mind. Ozzy, do you want to sign us out? Hell yes. Carlos, where do people are going to find you? All right, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cheery456. And if you're following me on Twitter... I apologize for a bunch of my, a bunch of just the sheer quantity of tweets that have been coming recently. There's been a lot going on, and I'm just working through my emotions on Twitter right now. It's specifically, if you follow me for movies, I apologize because right now I'm just really, really in my emotions about football right now, and I, I apologize for that. But hey, it's my Twitter, and I will complain about what I need to complain about, and that's going to be that. So yeah, that's basically all I have to say about my Twitter. But as for the Screenfellows Twitter and Facebook and everything, it's all at Screenfellows. So follow us there. We tweet out basically every bit of content that we produce at Screenfellows all over there. So definitely be sure to follow those accounts to keep up to date with everything that's going on on the website, on the YouTube channel, everywhere. So follow those accounts. That's all I got. Ozzy? Yeah, and you guys can follow me on Twitter at Castro Ozzy. And also if you guys have any recommendations any TV shows, movies, some like stuff like that. And you guys can feel free to email me at ozzy.caster at screenfellows.com. Carlos, it's been a great one. <laughs> we hope you guys enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check us out on YouTube. This is Screenfellows. Fellows.